0: To ESPN, 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Oh, uh,
1: baby! How you guys doing here on this Tuesday, April 5th? Oh, my goodness gracious. All oh, the things to talk about today. Hmm. Where do we even remotely begin? Of course, tonight... Could be the night. Can you get a clinching win for the Pelicans? A Davis teardrop. Back iron. No. Rebound Jonas. Tie game with 2.35 to go. Ingram. Right of the lane. Left-hand dribble. Bump. Teardrop. Down. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dotted line and down. I know that was two games ago, but that was the last win. So the Pels with a win tonight at Sacramento will be going into the playoffs officially. So, that is something to focus on. Also, I kept trying to tell y'all to relax. I kept trying to tell y'all to be patient. Nobody want to listen to me. Saints trading to get an additional first-round pick. Hey, hey, making some moves in free agency, and there it is. A snapped photo. I wonder who took it in the parking lot of a certain LSU Tiger defensive back. Local product from St. Augustine High School. Entering the Saints building, Tyron Matthew. I don't know if he's a deal yet or not, but he's there. There he is. He's there. We've been willing it, wishing it, Saints fans. Tons of activity. Signing defensive players here, defensive players there, former second rounder, former first rounder. We're going to cover all of that and more. Ross Jackson on emergency duty. I called him like, I need you. I need you, Ross. Get over here. So Ross is going to join us coming up here at 12.30. And then at 1.15, Todd Graffanini will join us. We'll chat with him about the importance of tonight's games, the importance of the Spurs and Lakers, all of that. Is it from here on out essentially who's hosting? We'll get into all of that. And then at 2.15, Mike Triple will recap some more. I don't know. Maybe by the time he comes on at 2.15, we may, we may have another signing. I don't know. I don't know. We will see when all of that takes place. Plus also Kyle Draper, he is the Sacramento Kings play-by-play. 800-998-1003, 800-998-1003. That is the phone line to get in on the situation here. I want to hear from you Saints fans. I'm going to give you my thoughts here in the opening segment. We can discuss this coming up as well. Coming up next segment, it's open and then Ross at 1230. No doubt you guys want to talk about the Saints trade. So I want your thoughts, Saints fans. The fact that Tyron Matthew is visiting the New Orleans Saints today. The fact that they signed Tackle Charlton, former first rounder. I know he's bounced around a couple of teams since 2017 with the Cowboys and stuff. But again, I like it. Low risk, high reward sort of trade, perhaps building that defensive line. Here's a guy that was a first, first round pick. Um, it hadn't worked for whatever reason with a couple of teams, but let's see if it could sort of help that defensive line and build on that. They also signed um a safety. So we'll get into all of that in more. 800-998-1003. I know Saints fans are going bananas on the Honey Badger and the works. But, of course, the lead is very simple today, and that is the fact that the Eagles and Saints made a first-round pick uh, trade yesterday to kind of, you know, get things kicked off and running. And that is where we start today's program.
0: Time now for the lead, the lead, the lead, the
1: lead. Here's what's topping our headlines on the sports hangover. All right. Well, here it is. Saints and Eagles making the trade yesterday. The Eagles are sending picks 16. 19, and number 194 in the sixth round to the Saints in exchange for the 18th pick. New Orleans's 101st pick in the third round, and the 237 overall pick in the seventh round. Also, next year's Saints' first-round pick, and a year later in 2024, a second-round pick. So you get two first-round picks you're you're giving them this year's first and next year's and then a second round pick in two seasons to go along with the other stuff. The third round pick this year, remember you got an extra pick in the third round this year as a compensatory pick. So the Saints now will select at 16 and 19 in the first round. 16 and 19. We can talk about the 6th round pick later. Obviously, This was the reason they made the trade, to have two first-round picks. Immediately, when this came out last night, I saw a lot of Saints fans and national people speculating this must mean they want a quarterback. We want to talk about that today, we can. I'm not discounting it. But the first thing I saw when I saw that is there's your receiver and there's your tackle. There's your receiver and there's your safety. There's your receiver and there's whatever else you feel is the best player available. But obviously, if you're doing this, you're targeting something. There's somebody in that range, 12 to 18, where you kind of feel that maybe another player or another team may jump to maybe go get. Look, i not discounting the whole notion of a quarterback. But since that's what some people feel and want to go with, I can get that out the way now. Again, my opinion. The quarterbacks that are available will be selected in the top 10, in the top 15, or in the top 20 because of need and perhaps reaching. Not my words. Not my evaluations. I am not an NFL scout. I am not an NFL draft expert. But this draft, per quarterbacks, they said any other year, if you hadn't have quarterback-needy teams, they would be late first rounds, if not second-round picks. You pick a mock draft right now, though, Carolina's going with one. They need one. They don't have an identity. Matt Rule's trying to save his job. You better hit on it. A- I get it. The Falcons, we even need a quarterback there. The latest mock draft from NFL.com they didn't even have them going there. But Malik Willis going to the Panthers. All that other stuff. Kenny Pickett. I keep hearing that name. Oh, this must mean the Saints must want Kenny Pickett. All right, that's fine. Let, let's just kind of go through them real quick. And I'm, I mean, again, I'm not saying I'm right. This is me. Why I saw the news yesterday and said, mm, I'm, I'm thinking there's your tackle. This is a, this is a good class with tackles. This is a good class with receivers. Now you can go get first rounders, people that you can go. Um, the reason why I say that is because let's just go through them. Who would you consider the best one? Right. Most analysts and people that cover the league say Kenny Pickett seems to be the one that is the quarterback that's most ready. Um, to be ready to, to play now. Okay? And my thing is, one of the negatives, obviously, is the hand size, maybe his size overall, things, whatever. I, I guess I just go back and forth with this. Is he better than Jameis Winston? Is it better than what you have there? A former first-round pick overall. Guy can throw the deep ball. I mean, Malik Willis. A lot of people say he is the most athletic of them all. But he's a project. It will take him some time. Okay? Why would I do that at 16 or package both picks to move up and do that when, again, this is a team that almost made the playoffs last year I still think they're a pretty good team. When you look at the defensive side, you lost one starter. Marcus Williams. We can go back and forth. You know how I feel about him. He's got some great games and stuff like that, but I do I feel like he makes or breaks the defense? No. Now, I understand you lost Malcolm Jenkins, but you replaced Marcus Williams with a comparable safety from the Jets, so you lost one starter in Jenkins. You're feeling more depth over in the defensive line as well. I'm seeing some drafts this morning with the 19th pick going with an edge rusher. People have forgotten who Peyton Turner is. They drafted a first-round edge rusher last year. So, again, I'm just looking at it, whether it's Malik Willis, I got it's not going to start for you this year. Maybe not even next year. My doing that for that. I just, I, is he better than what you have? Again, I sort of feel like everyone's undersold or just forgotten about the fact this guy's thrown 5,000 yards, 30 TDs. I guess what I'm saying is this. When it is a almost consensus that next year's, and I'm going to find the bite. Mike Tannenbaum, um, was talking about it earlier this morning and See if I can find a bite here in a second. I asked, uh, Jordan to try to find it. Mike Tannenbaum literally was saying this morning on Get Up, uh, he was breaking down the Eagles trade and the Saints trade. And this, you know, everyone's assuming that this means for the Eagles, they're setting themselves up to get a quarterback next year if Jalen Hurts doesn't take him to the playoffs. And then Tannenbaum ends the sound bite by saying that he, that next year's quarterback draft is loaded, loaded. So, again, whether it's Desmond Ritter, he's Breeze-like, but he doesn't have the size of the arm strength of Winston. Again, name me a quarterback that you think physically, physically traits are that much more superior to Jameis Winston. Now, I'm not saying those guys aren't going to be. I'm not saying Jameis Winston's Tom Brady. What I'm saying is I'm just trying to use my common sense here. Like, do do I see those guys being better than this guy is going to be? You can give me the contract. Well, it's really only two years. Great. That's fantastic. If it doesn't pan out this year, go get yourself another quarterback. You're going to have a few next year in the draft that are going to be, I think, better. Then what you would be reaching for to try to do this year. See what this guy can do. I, I like Matt Corral. The reasons I like Matt Corral. And throw the deep ball, he's mobile, good leader. That's James Winston. Who already knows the offense and let's see what happens with him. You know, again, let, let's see. I'm just not ready, and again, this is just me, I'm not ready in seven games to say that any of the guys that draft experts, draft analysts would be saying would be a reach right now. Would make sense for me to use those two picks to quarterback. I'm not saying they're not going to. They could easily get a quarterback and a receiver. They could easily get one and think that they can develop to do that. Again, then I'm going to give you another side note. Of those guys, are they all better than Ian Book? Did it kind of look like similar in traits and in styles? You know, Ritter and Book and things like that. I, I just... None of them is just slapping you in the face and going, that guy, that's the one. Next year, loaded. Loaded quarterback class. Wheel and deal, do whatever you need to do to go up and get a quarterback. You know, do all those things. Plus, all the teams that needed a quarterback this year are filling those needs right now. So maybe you won't have to jump that many teams, and maybe there won't be that many teams that need a loaded quarterback class. Again, their words, not mine. I just don't see it. To me, it makes perfect sense. Get a stud safety, get your stud receiver, get a starting tackle. I love it. I love the move. I love what they've done. Travis, I've allowed two minutes before the break. i got a break at 12.15. My Saints news is way more important than the fact that we're planning for a funeral of your Los Angeles Lakers tonight. How are you today?
2: I'm good. You can plan that funeral. Plan it for Frank Vogel and and Russell Westbrook. You know what? what? I just want to go ahead and add. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to add, he's thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and he's going to leave the league as You know, mm-hmm. that's it. That's yeah. all I want to say about that. You yeah. know? Can, can, I, can I just league bring league up
1: something that I saw today at, at the gym, which is really ridiculous? It's, here it is already. Jake Fisher. Jake Fisher covers your Lakers facing elimination tonight. The Lakers are still expected to part ways with Coach Frank Vogel at season's end. Two names, yeah, most often should. linked by the league, figures to be potential replacements in they Quinn did. Snyder and Doc Rivers. Here's the problem: they already have jobs. Y'all, y'all are incredible. Just, just give us whoever. No, it doesn't matter I don't if, want either one of them. No, but he's incredible. Being a Lakers incredible. It doesn't matter if they're on a team. Doesn't matter if they're currently coaching a team. You're just you're convinced people will flock yeah. over there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a serious question, Travis. Why would okay, anyone geez, in their okay, right mind? Okay. Why would anyone in their right mind coach the Lakers right now?
2: Um I don't know.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, never, I I mean I called this, I just wanted to say he was thirty seven and to gonna to lead the league and score it. I called to talk about the two first round draft picks. I'm oh, okay, gimme, give gimme, give what you got?
1: No, oh, my bad. I went on my Lakers <laughs> tangent. I'm still not over it. All right, great.
2: <laughs> go he ahead, what you got? Listen, you don't know, this is a pretty poor quarterback <laughs> draft class. And yeah. I mean it's so simple to see that the Saints are definitely gonna I feel like there's a tackle out there that they see, yeah. and they and they thought to themselves, "We can't pass up. You don't lose to Ron Armstead and just not replace him with someone that's, you know efficient um, and someone you can build with." Mm-hmm. They've been really good mm-hmm. with their the drafting of offensive linemen. It's a Um We're we'll gonna talk about that though, but this could be potentially what we see at, at, at a tackle. They clearly see a tackle. There's no quarterback out there, and they want one of these wide receivers. And I know Olivier is a, is what everybody talks about, mm-hmm. but I mean, man, you can pick you can pick any of those top three, and you can't miss. They're all good. Mm-hmm. They're all really good. So I think it's a receiver receiving to attack, and mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, um, and it makes he, sense. He, Done he, it. If, if, Done if,
4: it. If, good.
2: If it was the case, they would have they would have traded up to try to get one last year, get a quarterback from last year, not one of these. So I mean, you got two first. It's a tackle, it's a wide receiver. They see the need, they probably see two players. They they've pretty much eyed them and it let let, it, let it, let's see what they do. But if I have to guess, got to be uh got to be Lavier and I don't know the tackle that they're going to pick. Uh maybe it's, I have no idea. I'm not even going to guess on that one. Yeah, I, I'm just to be honest with you. Uh,
1: I I uh, the 37 to the league is four. I completely – you know what? That's it. That's all the time we got. Buddy, run the music. That's it. Um, you know what? Call tomorrow because <laughs> tomorrow's question of the day will be what, what are we bringing or what are we sending for our condolences, like in lieu of flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when there's a passing – you know, they're saying in lieu of flowers, donate to this or do that. So, so be thinking do, about you it. You do what you feel like you have to do. Oh, I am. I am. Believe me. Believe me. The Phoenix Suns are going to bring that hammer tonight, baby. The Phoenix Suns. Have a good one, Gus. <laughs> there he is, Travis, <laughs> a.k.a. head of the media relations department of LeBron James. You hear the music, little Van Halen? I'm in a great mood. I want to hear from you, Saints fans. 800-998-1003. This is Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
0: Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents.
2: The King firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING.
0: set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three-and-two-stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, and Reserve. If your garage
5: door is- damaged or destroyed during hurricane ida then you need to call american garage door supplies in homa today if you need a dependable repair or professional installation american garage door supplies of homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residents or business call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 west park in homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors plus at american garage door supplies of homa
2: you'll get your door in just a few weeks not months
5: Like us on Facebook, American Garage
2: Doors. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouses Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders $35 or more. Download the new Rouses Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouses Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy.
0: Rouses Markets. Views like home. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill.
1: 800-998-1003. Saints fans, want to hear from you the Saints making the trade with... Philadelphia yesterday to get now the 16th and 19th pick overall in the first round, sending the Eagles their 18th pick, the third-round pick, a seventh-round pick, next year's first-round pick, and in 2024, a second-round pick. So two first-round picks for the Saints now. Uh Also, Nick Underhill, New Orleans.Football, uh, tweeting yesterday late in the afternoon that Jamison Williams and Trey Burks, both receivers, did visit with the Saints last week, per sources. Tyron Matthew photographed walking in the Saints parking lot about two hours ago. He's in town, obviously visiting family, but now at the facility. Will he leave that building without a contract offer? Uh, so I want to hear from you, Saints fans. An exciting, uh, I guess, Tuesday morning, especially for those that like Ralph. And Scott. I can't wait to talk to both of them tomorrow. Just... Where are my signings? Where's my activity? Not just shh, relax, patience. I like this, but they gotta hit Gus and free, and they gotta hit it in the draft. I hear you, I hear you. Same guy in Ireland and same scouting department that have done pretty good. Hey, look, free agency signings aren't guarantees either. Uncle Earl, thank you for giving us a call here on the show, sir. How are you today?
4: Hey, Goose. Yeah, man. Uh. I should. I just got to have a little patience, right? I feel like having a drink. tried to tell right you that yesterday. <laughs> I tried to tell yeah, you uh, that yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm in a, I'm in a good. Well, I'm in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you know, you know, walked in the building today, huh? He, yeah, yeah. I'm. He, he's gonna sign today. I, I feel it, and, and listen to me. Uh, and I don't Hey, Goose, with the trade and all that, how do how do you personally feel the uh, how the Saints did? And it seems like. Don't you agree, Goose? That even though the, the draft uh, is still a few weeks away, with this move, they already penciled in who they wanted with the, the with the 16th uh, pick. How do you feel about it personally? Uh, about the draft?
1: What, when I on, saw on that, it on that, okay. Well, when I saw it yesterday, I was ecstatic. I mean, what, what I mean what I mean by that is this: I, I think. Again, it's what I've been saying to you and other callers, and again, I'm not saying it's just you or anything like that because I understand it, and, oh, and, it's, and it's why yesterday yeah. I asked Marlin, you know, the and, and other people that we had on the show to how do you battle the sense and feel that in college football, right? Are you recruiting the right guy? Like signing? It, how come this guy hasn't signed and you're waiting yet? It's going to be two, three years for those guys to pan out. Most of the time, some guys can come in and help you as a freshman. Obviously, you know, I mean, we saw Bryce Young with Bam. I get it, I get it, but the the norm. It's the same thing with free agency. I understand that, but that's why I've been playing specifically Dennis Allen now for, you know, several days. He himself, the head coach of this football team, who's been on this staff for 16 of the, you know, for what, 14 or 12 of the 16 years, whatever Sean was. Um, He said, augment in free agency, build your team in the draft. I like, I would rather trust my scouting department, trust what I have been doing the last several years, then take a chance and pay more than likely overpay for some players that you don't know about. I'm not saying that some free agent signings aren't good and make sense, but again, I've also played Dennis Allen saying some of the best free agent signings are, and he brought up DeMario Davis, guys that aren't flashy to other outside parts, but he said in his words, fit our system, fit our culture, and fit what we're trying to do. So that's all I've been saying, is trust what he's been doing, or he's been saying. The free agent signings, the couple of safeties, the, ch- the tackle Charleston, um, defensive lineman, another D lineman that they got in, a D tackle, you know, from Houston. That's clearly guys that he probably knows, sees in the league, can be like, hey, Those guys can help my depth and things that. That's awesome,
4: depth. You know,
1: and as I'm saying, look, the second Marcus Williams left, Mays was signed from the Jets. Again, I'm almost sure that he probably had a few safeties in mind in case they didn't resign them. So we made that. So I like that. I'm trusting Jeff Ireland and my scouts. I like that. I think I can find in the draft positions. That Saints fans have been wanting you, Earl, and everybody else. Go sign me a receiver. I'm like, okay, well, do I pay 20, 30 million? Or do I get a rookie receiver and a rookie deal?
4: That is younger. That, ain't, that ain't might ain't be no better. Hey,
1: that hey, might be faster. Yeah.
4: Hey, hey, Goose, but, yeah. uh, what, would you, what would your two picks be? I, I like the kid from Alabama, but any coming off a little injury, but you know how, how fast some kids well, can look, deal now. look, Jameson
1: Williams yeah. is coming off of an ACL. But right. That's so is so so is Jameis Winston and Quan Alexander started the season coming off of a, an Achilles. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I I would say this. Now it is different, right? You can put a brace on a quarterback. You can do different things on some of those guys. Uh Receiver, will it affect the speed? I don't know. It's a good question. Um I like Chris Olav, Olave, however you say it. Um, I think from it's Ohio a wide
4: receiver. Goose. I, think, I think the Cowboys visiting got...
1: with him. Go ahead. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I, well, don't you think he's a little big uh I like the kid from Alabama. He seems like he needs to put a little He almost reminds me of uh a little punk Turner guy we got um the Deontay side-wise. Hardy. I, Deontay I would, Hardy. Yeah. I, yeah, I would like I would like somebody a little bigger. Um a little stronger and faster. And, and look, Goose, I love I love uh designing with Taco. Some of my friends were like, "Oh god, I can't believe you whatever." But I'm like, "Man, he's just bringing depth in." And if we're going to sign Tyrone Matthew today and we're going to sign him today and we're going to get these two big players in in the draft and mark my word, mark my word, we'll be in an NFC championship this year. Play the damn music. Goose, have a good week, baby. (laughs)
1: Did he just call for the music, buddy? He sure did. Alright, I'll give you, I'll give you the short hit. Um, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll give you the short one. Why not? <laughs> Play the damn <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, look, I, 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 I like it. I think it makes, you know, perfect sense. Todd McShay. With another mock draft today. He has a two round mock draft. Jordan, maybe when we chat with you at 1245, you can tell me who Todd McShay has, but he has right now. He's talking about it live on Sports Center. Kenny Pickett projected six overall to the Panthers again. I, I, I've seen your Saints fans and I've seen people that cover the team. Oh, the Saints must love Pickett. They're going to use both of them to go up there. All I'm going to say is, is he, in your mind, you're not, if you're doing that, then he's starting over Jameis. And I just I, I'm looking at these quarterback prospects and I, I'm open. I'm open to having a discussion with you. Call me and tell me which of those quarterback prospects right now you think is better than the quarterback that you have coming back. Why not wait for a more loaded quarterback class? Again, I did that's just me. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. Amos Winston, a while back. Thank you, Jordan.
2: Uh, for a year
5: while he was here. Uh, and, and I can do, I, Mike, listen, I can do everything on the field. I, I can do everything your favorite quarterback can do. Uh, hopefully <laughs> I'm your favorite quarterback, but, but I can, like that's just, uh, what my talent speaks for that. But, uh, I'm excited to focus and work, uh, on that even more with this being the second year that I'm a- actually able to, to work this offense. Uh Because if you watch film of my other teams, like, right, we're throwing the ball down the field, seven-step drops from under the center. Uh We don't do a lot of that here. Uh So uh, I'm excited to, again, get to continuity to work that part of my game and actually have an entire offseason where I'm getting the reps with my starring guys, right? Where I'm in training camp, where I don't have to be taking reps with guys that, you know, I'm – I'm probably not going to even see uh, the second week of the year or even that next week. So uh, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited to continue to grow uh, as a quarterback, uh, to grow as a leader uh, and to grow in this offense and, and get things rolling.
1: There it is. Again, is why I said yesterday and Jordan, you were shaking your head at me. April twenty fifth of the twenty seventh voluntary mini camp. Get out there and throw to Michael Thomas and guys that you're gonna see after the second week of training camp. Get out there. You ain't gotta run fast. Just stand there and catch the ball. Just get out there and do something. I I, I like look, again, let's see what this guy can do. You haven't had a full season on him. I I'm and I, I, Kenny Pickett may be Brady. I'm just telling you. Three months ago, it was we get closer to the draft, teams are going to get, uh, fans are going to be like, uh, I need a quarterback. Three months ago when the season ended, in December, Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper, the NFL Network guys, man, all these guys. This is not a strong quarterback class. So, I again, I could be completely wrong. Those dudes down the street for me, On airline drive could be planning all of this to go get themselves Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral. This is who they want. I just don't see that. I could be completely wrong. But I don't see that. That's just me. Let's take a break and bring in someone that's already kind of looked at this. You want names. I know Uncle Earl wants names. I know some people listening. I need names. Give me some receivers, give me some tackles. Give me some people. I can't think of anybody better than Ross Jackson. So Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints is joining us next. Sports Hangover and ESPN New York.
3: Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information.
6: Advanced Eye Institute in Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere for the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses. Call Advanced Eye Institute at 985 632 2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at vision source advancedeyecutoff.com.
0: New Orleans Pelicans basketball is on the air.
1: Bounce feed to Jonas up top. Bi straightaway three. Good bucket. Good bucket. Good Ingram hook pass left corner. CJ catch and shoot three. Down for McCullum. Hi, this is Todd Raffanini. Join me as the Pelicans take on the Sacramento Kings Tuesday at 9 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. <coughs>
0: Can we talk? Talk sports. Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. New Orleans
1: Saints, after making that trade with the Eagles, now own three picks in the top 50. Here to break that down and more importantly do a much better job than i would in giving you some names and some players at position i couldn't think of anybody else that i wanted to have on and that is mr ross jackson and ross jackson knows the way to follow on twitter you've probably seen locked on Saints several times already from the emergency tuesday one that he dropped on monday sir how are you today
6: Hey, you're doing great. Doing great, Gus. You know how it goes, man. The timeline of the standard five-day week does not matter when you breaks.
1: <laughs> so I was just asked by a caller what did I think of the second I saw it. I'm like, I loved it. I, I thought it made a lot of sense. Ross, I've had you on in the last several weeks, and we've talked about this weekly, that I've tried to calm people down about this. Where's my free agent signings? Where's my activity? I'm like, it makes sense. I mean, I played Dennis Allen saying I'm building through the draft. Just – your overall thoughts, though, when you see this, that now gives them three picks in the top 50.
6: Yeah, look, I, I had the same reaction as you. I think that this is a great move. I think it's, you know, it's, it's it's always fun to jump up when a trade like this happens and say, oh, well, this team won, this team lost. But when you have these draft pick trades, it all comes down to what you do with those draft picks, right? And so for the Saints to be able to basically kick one of their, two, kick their 2023 first round pick into a, second first-round pick this year, it tends to tell you that there is at least one one prospect that they really like in this year's draft. And so I like the aggressive nature, and we've always seen this from the New Orleans Saints when it comes to the draft. This is the Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland thing. This isn't just the Sean Payton thing being aggressive in the draft, and you can now see that now when we're sort of like in this era, this post-Sean Payton era, that they're still doing this. And so I love the fact that the Saints make this move. I love the fact that they make this move three weeks ahead of the NFL draft because Mm -hmm. on draft day, draft picks have their highest value. So here they are getting ahead of bidding wars, teams trying to move up for particular prospects, things like that. So I really like this move. We'll talk about prospects and things like that that maybe jump out to them. But when it comes down to what they gave up in terms of what they got, it's clear that the Saints really, really like this draft class and want to be able Mm -hmm. to maximize their ability to move around with it.
1: I agree. I, I, and that's where I want to get into because that's what people want to know for sure. You know, just some, some names out there and some folks that did it. But I, I want to, I guess, address the massive elephant in a room where I saw some national folks kind of start leaning in there way, Saints fans. Oh, this is for a quarterback. I, the way I've approached this is let's go through those top prospects and then tell me legitimately. Is he better than what you have in Jameis Winston? A guy that can throw the deep ball, has mobility, has size, has familiarity with the offense. We never really got to see the full potential, but I love and I just played the bite of him saying, "I can do anything." Your favorite quarterback and sort of do, you know. I know he threw a bunch of picks one year in Tampa. The guy's also thrown for five thousand. Like, give me a prospect that you think is a five thousand yard passer. 30 touchdowns, can throw the deep ball, and wants to be here. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see that immediately. So I'm not trading my two first-round picks for quarterback. I've seen that take, and I think it's ridiculous.
6: I think so, too. I'm I'm with you 100%. But here's the the additional piece, right? It's not just, is one of these prospects better than Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston has a two-year contract, and he has an out after this year built into that contract as well. So $21 million guaranteed and then there's a bunch of void years and things like that. So there's one reality in which New Orleans Saints ride with Jameis Winston. Everything is good. He has a fantastic year, and the Saints extend him, and then everyone lives happily ever after. But there is the other Mm -hmm. example, which is that he has a fantastic year with the Saints and then prices himself out of what the Saints are able to put on the table and invest right off the bat for that quarterback going into the 2023 season. So that's the other piece to all of this is – If What the Saints, to me, have done, I agree. I think that packaging those two picks and moving up for a quarterback, to me, does not make sense. No need to do that. Instead, get two picks in the first round, maximize your ability to build around Jameis Winston so that you can have a successful 2022 season. Right. This is about winning now. This is about finding a way to improve your team now. However, if with one of those two selections, the right quarterback is there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised to see the Saints pull the trigger there because it gives them insurance. It gives them the opportunity to mm-hmm. be able to say, yes, Jameis, you had a phenomenal year. We can't keep you at the price that you want, so here's your opportunity to go out there and get the money that you believe that you deserve and that you can get on the market. We're going to roll with our rookie quarterback that's on a rookie contract, which gives them the opportunity then to continue to build around that rookie quarterback after having so much money invested in the quarterback position for the past few years. So that's the other piece that I would be looking at for them if Mm -hmm. they are invested at all in a quarterback is to see if they get there for one of those two picks as opposed to the idea of packaging both of those picks and moving up, which I think would be a waste of the resources.
1: Right, I agree. And then especially when so many people feel that next year's quarterback class is loaded. So if I, you it Mm -hmm. doesn't pan out with Jameis, I think next year maybe those quarterbacks potentially may be better than what you have here. So that's why I'm like, I'm not even thinking. I'm thinking receiver. I'm thinking tackle, maybe safety as well. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the sexier one. Give me some names at receiver. Is it Ohio State guy? Oh,
4: gosh. (laughs) <laughs> take your take your pick. I mean, right? my
6: goodness. Right. And this is the lovely thing for the New Orleans Saints. Look, the top 12 of this draft is going to be dominated by the trenches. And then you've got guys like Derek Stingley, probably Malik Willis, and Kyle Hamilton that may all be within those first 12 selections. So when you're a wide receiver needy team, like the Washington Commanders who are sitting at 11, like the New York Jets that are sitting at 10, you might end up addressing a different position before you try to circle back around to wide receivers. So when you're a wide receiver needy team, like the saints at 16 and again at 19, you have a lot of opportunity here. Three or four of those wide receivers could come off the board and you can still get an impact player without having to move at all. So guys like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, who you mentioned out, uh, out of uh, Ohio State, you get a couple of Buckeyes to pair with Michael Thomas. Chris Olave told me at the combine about how much he and Michael Thomas have been in contact, and also oh. there's a really nice synergy there mm-hmm. in terms of you know he reaches out to Michael Thomas for advice, and you know is the guy that he looks up to. All of that, so really nice synergy between the two of them, and it's easy to see how they would complement one another uh, on the same team, especially with a quarterback like Jameis Winston who can push the ball downfield. Right, uh, if both of them happen to be off the board. By then, then, oh, shucks, then you have to settle for a guy like Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, I Mm -hmm. guess, or a guy like Drake London out of USC, or, of course, you know, Jamison Williams is a big name, of course, coming out of Alabama. He is coming off that late, um, ACL tear. So, you know, there's going to be some question marks about his ability to be able to get onto the field and have that immediate impact. But honestly, if you're able to find a guy like, you know, Jamison Williams at 19, for instance, because you decide to invest in another position early, like tackle, That's not a bad deal, even if he's not available for you for the first handful of games in the season, because he is somebody that has the electrifying and explosive nature that can impact your team for your future.
1: No doubt. All right, tackle. You lose to Ron Armstead. I I heard D.A., I heard Loomis, I heard Jameis all give praise to James Hurst. I get it. Could there possibly be a tackle in and around 16 and 19 that would entreat you to say, pull the trigger,
4: go get him?
6: For sure. Um, look, over the, since Jeff Ireland has been with the New Orleans Saints since 2015, every single season with their first selection, they have taken a player in the trenches on the offensive line or the defensive line with the exception of Marshawn Lattimore. But what do they do that same draft in the first, same first round? They also took Ryan Ramjack. So it would not be surprising to see them pull the trigger in the trenches, particularly on the offensive side in this case, since they've been so much focusing on the defensive side in free agency. If a guy like University of Northern Iowa's Trevor Penning is there. He fits the athletic profile. He fits the size profile. He has uh, you know a, enough experience. He's kind of in that breakout age range that they really like as well. So he checks a lot of boxes. Another guy to watch in the first round would be Charles Cross. Um, it, it's a little bit tough in those Mike Leach defenses to see how an offensive lineman projects to the NFL. But in Charles Cross's case, you see how effective a uh, a pass blocker he is, one of the best pure pass blocking tackles in this draft. And he has the athletic profile, size, speed, height, weight, all those things that end up working really well for him relative to his size. That would put him in a good situation in the New Orleans Saints offense, which is going to utilize a lot of the zone run scheme with Alvin Kamara, things like that. So you could see where the athleticism would get him, get him apart. But even if the Saints don't invest at tackle in the first round, if they wait around or they decide to trade up from the second round or get up into the earlier portion of the second round, mm-hmm. another guy to just keep an eye out on is Bernard Raymond, the uh, offensive tackle from Central Michigan. He struggled at the Senior Bowl. And that's what everybody likes to talk about. But you could also look at the rest of his tape, <laughs> like the New Orleans Saints and every other NFL team certainly will. He fits the size profile. He fits the athletic profile. He hits all the, the relative athletic scores, things mm-hmm. like that, that give you an idea sort of close to the formula that the Saints used for their draft. So he would be another one that I would keep an eye out on as well at six foot six, just over just under their threshold of about three hundred and seven pounds. So not not hard to get him up to their kind of 3'10", 3'11", range that they really, really like for these uh, these offensive tackles.
1: All right, safety. You don't have Marcus Williams. You signed Mays from the Jets. Obviously, there's one in the building right now in Tyron Matthew. What if they go in that aspect, though, at safety? There are some guys that you think in the first round would be worthy of a 16-19 pick.
6: I think the only first-round safety worth investing in, because it's such a low-impact position, mm-hmm. is going to be uh, Kyle Hamilton if, if, if he drops. And I know a lot of people are really – kind of upset about his 40 time and things like that. I think we over-invest in the 40 time when it comes to draft analysis and draft evaluation. Teams don't usually do that uh, unless they're specifically keying in on speed. So him running, that, running in that 4-5 range doesn't really bother me at all. I think he'll still be a top 10, top 12, top 15 player. He would be the only one that I could really see there as a safety that you would invest in in the first round. But there are other names that you could circle back to. Mm-hmm. Guys like Jaquan Brisker, who would be an immediate replacement for a role similar to Malcolm Jenkins. You're not going to get Malcolm Jenkins level of cerebral sure. play from any rookie, of course. But you have you would be able to get a guy like Jaquan Brisker from uh, Penn State, who's you know six foot one, just over 200 pounds, really really lengthy tackler, really nice tackling radius. Does a little bit of everything as well. You can play him single high. You can play him in split safety looks. You can use him down in the box as a tackler. He does a really his really really good instincts underneath and really good length, which pairs well with his reaction an ability to react to where he's able to make plays on the ball. For instance, he makes good breaks, has good bursts, all of those pieces. So, you know, a guy like Jaquan Brisker for me would be a really, really good get for the Saints. They Might have to trade up in the second round to get him, but safety is such an unpredictable position in the mm-hmm. draft because of that idea that it's seen as a low impact position that sometimes those safeties drop way more than we think. I mean, look at CJ Garner Johnson a couple years ago and the things were the clear benefactors of that.
4: Oh yeah.
6: Uh, you know, and so I just I look at the safety class, and I think that there's a lot of reason to invest in it because there's some really good talent, guys like him, Jalen Petre from um, from Baylor, who plays a lot of you know weak side linebacker for Baylor. Yeah. He can kind of do anything you want with he the made guy. So many plays <laughs> last year. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you know, you have these playmaking guys like yeah. him and Jaquan Brisker that I think you can probably invest in when you circle back around. But, you know, if you feel like it's a big enough need and one of those guys is your guy, mm-hmm. as we talk about in, you know, one of the the biggest draft cliches out there, uh, then sure. I mean, you go out and grab one of them. But Kyle Hamilton is really the first-round pedigree safety to me.
1: Uh, quickly here in about a minute and a half, Chaco um, Charlton signed former 1st round. I know he's bounced around, didn't work out. Justin Evans, the former safety uh, second-round pick for Tampa, has really been on and off the injury report for two years Again, I like this. This is sort of like low risk, possible high reward type deals to maybe if they even make the team or maybe it could be some some depth here, huh?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And 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 you're right to to point out like you know first things first is that they have to make the team. This is something the things do really well. They invest in these kind of later free agents that they can bring in and get a look at and sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Um but I mean, Taco Charlton gives you basically an upgrade at You know Jalen Holmes, because they they bring back basically the same edge rusher core or group with Cam Jordan, Marcus Adenport, Peyton Turner, Carl Granderson, Tano Passano, and then you add in Taco Charlton, that puts them in a really good position to find four or five of those guys, maybe even they like all of them, and Tano Passano moves to the interior, and then you get another legitimate interior pass rusher next to David Onyemata. So I like the versatility that that helps to give you. I think they've done a good job addressing their defensive line so far this offseason. And then getting Justin Evans basically gives you the player that a lot of people thought Daniel Sorensen was going to be. Daniel Sorensen's going to walk in and be a Jeff Heath replacement that, you know, does a lot of special teams and veteran leadership type stuff. But Justin Evans gives you the depth at safety and could potentially work his way into a starting role. He's a really talented player. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, And so, when you bring that PJ Williams in and then you add somebody like Justin Evans to the mix, it just gives you a lot of versatility, even just in terms of the number of players along that secondary to be able to fill holes if you need to. But obviously adding a guy like Tyron Matthew would be fantastic. Adding another talented rookie that can play in the box in the draft would be fantastic. That's kind of where Justin Evans, um, kind of scales to would be in the, in the box as well. And so I think it just gives you really good depth that if those guys make the team and if they don't, what have you lost by taking a look at them?
1: This is why, sir, I only could think of one person to bring on. That's you. Thank you so much nah, for doing that. No, I mean, look, I, I, I can keep saying it, but it's not nearly as eloquent and people don't buy it when I do it. But when it comes from Ross Jackson, ladies and gentlemen, you get it. You heard it actually sounds like the Saints have a plan. Imagine that. Everyone relax at Ross Jackson. NOLA is the way to follow on Twitter. Mr. Locked on Saints. Go check it out as well, man. Appreciate the time. Thank you.
6: Hey, buddy. Always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Stay safe.
1: For sure. Let's see if that calmed down the intern. We'll chat with him next on ESPN New Orleans.
0: It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
3: RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call Revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name? Same company. Learn more at Let'sRev.com.
2: State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance. But what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
6: When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in cutoff. When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250.
0: That's a lot of doctors.
6: More doctors,
0: more services, treating more conditions. And keeping more families healthy. World-class medicine, right here, close to home at Thibodeau Regional. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports, All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Katengal. 800
1: 998 Got a couple of questions of the day. Mr. Jordan Kleber. Hey, K, the intern, hey. sir. How are you? It is a Tuesday, which means I get you for like a segment and you're off to school.
3: Yep. How are you today? I'm doing well. I mean, weather could be better. I don't feel like driving in this these conditions, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to make it work. Okay.
1: Well, make it work for me. Give me some questions of the day.
3: Yeah. So give us your thoughts, Saints fans. And I quote tweeted a tweet by Adam Schefter two hours ago, free agent safety Tyron Matthew spotted here today visiting the New Orleans Saints. What you've kind of been talking about it throughout the show so far. Uh, just give us your thoughts, comment or call in 800-998-1003. And the other question has to deal with a very important game for your New Orleans Pelicans tonight. What is the key to tonight's Pelicans game as they take on the Sacramento Kings.
1: Mm-hmm. So much to unpack there. First off, the photo. Everyone trying to find out who actually snapped the photo. Doesn't matter. There, he, know, is. Like- there he is. Tyron Matthew. He's there. He's actually there. I mean, dude, Twitter will, I mean, Saints fans will just say, it's going to be like a Friday today if we see a report here in the next several hours that Tyron Matthews in New Orleans saying, like if he didn't even have to tweet up any like text, just him holding a Saints jersey and people will lose their mind.
3: No, I'm sure that there's someone that has a, um, a fan-made jersey already, already, already in their computer and Absolutely. they just have to press the place order button.
1: Yeah. I saw Ian Rappaport tweet, not that you do it for that, but he's like, the amount of Saints jerseys with Tyron Matthews name on it that will
3: sell, will sell
1: out quickly. And it will, it will. I think if he is official Saints player, um, that's going to be a hot jersey to get.
3: Oh, and there's going to be all those LSU jerseys are oh, going to be coming out on Sunday.
1: Time to dust them off, baby. Now, uh, of course, the next argument will then be: Do you go to to, to you know Taysom Hill and be like, I really want that seven?
3: Ooh. Ooh,
1: that will be the next question. Of I today. didn't think if about that. If he signs, that, should Taysom Hill for the good of the team and the city? give up his jersey i mean look he's switching the tight end anyway go go grab 87 from juan johnson <laughs> it's just every go everybody go snatch other people's jerseys but yeah i mean if he's going to play tight end he doesn't need seven give seven to to matthew and you know just tell juan yeah, have, an, have another
3: number with at least the the numeral seven in yeah it. sure that I way, Saints was, fans can make their own, uh, their right. other, whether it be an eight on the side of the what was seven, seven. Remember,
1: Joey? Not- Joey said he was going to go into business making Velcro jerseys you can just <laughs> wrap off <the> number and <laughs> put whatever initials and names you want. I'm telling you, make make a lot of money on that. All right, so that that picture, I had Ross on for you, for Scott Prather for Ralph Marlborough for Uncle Earl for all those people out there they want to listen to me. Now, now, do you understand what I mean? You just gotta listen sometimes to what they say. The head coach, I'm building through the draft. The head coach, little signings. here, a little signing there. Not overpaying. Nineteen million under the cap over the cap next year. You're getting in a better financial situation, even though you can still go do what you need to, um, despite the cap. So I'm not saying that cap, you know, forces the Saints to only sign certain things, but it makes sense. I, I just you heard Ross lay it out there. From the signings, from possible depth to possible competing for starting roles to bringing back people that know the team. And now you got three picks in the top 50, Jordan. Are, are you, Do you feel better today? You're rolling your eyes at me. Why are just you rolling your like eyes
3: perfect. at me? It was perfect. You went a whole show yeah. on basically Bubbles the Monkey. Yeah. And as soon as the show ends, there was actual Saints news right. besides – Hey, do you want to yeah. see – are you happy to see them in the – should they attend? Yeah. Should they not attend? Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's actual news. And I, the news was kind of confusing at first. Here we I mean, go. What's
1: confusing about it? What's confusing – I'm talking about the I, signings of Taco Charleston, the signing of so Justin Evans, the and trade. then the trade.
3: What do you think? Now, three but, picks. Three picks. I thought it, it was it – was, what does it accomplish – First, that was the first thing that was kind of running through my mind. I was like, what, what, what is this going to do for the Saints? Why make this move? But then, oh my god, you, you no. What? Huh. Oh, go, go. no what? No,
1: go, go, no, no, go! Why don't you tell them what I did? I saw that group tweet and you know text, and you were like, oh, no, what? Why are you doing it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Get a receiver. Get an Ty all attack- also, it all also said. Exactly. The two people that call me bubbles the monkey. The two people that don't agree that that team on the 25th and 27th needs to be out there at the facility to the right of me right now where I'm pointing through my kids wall and get out there, and throw the football with one another. Take advantage of the voluntary camp, Get out there.
3: They're moving up even further in the draft now after that move yesterday, I think. Two?
1: Okay. Well, who would you get? Who would you get?
3: I mean, according to everybody and their mother yeah. is, uh, it's, it's going to be a quarterback. Oh, stop
1: it. You heard me, right? You you heard my take. You heard me ask Ross. I'm not saying that they won't do that. But I I'm going to need somebody to explain to me why that said quarterback is better than what you have. Warranting you giving up a first-round pick next year, a second-round pick the year after that, and using your two possible first-round picks this year. Like... Who do you see? I'm asking. Who do you see of oh, that? that entire quarterback group? You go, that
3: guy. Who? Oh, I don't see him. Do you? Now that's Bryce uh, Young. That's f- that night, Football that, Talk. Pro Football Talk put out a, a long article, and Kenny Pickett fantastic. said that it was the. The most, yep. the most challenging, the most challenging interview that he uh-huh. had. throughout the yeah. even I'd have at the Senior Bowl, how to challenge it too? How many? Uh, well How was Pitt? Where were?
1: How many games do you remember from Pitt? I'm gonna go with the same. Like your boy Mitch Trubisky. I'm I'm not saying he's uh, Mitch Trubisky. On, I'm just telling you. And I understand that finally somebody gave him a second chance to be a starter. Good luck with that. I'm just saying. Again, give
3: me some proof. You were saying to- the same thing about Justin Herbert. No,
1: no, no. I was saying compared to Joe Burrow in bigger games, right, now the talent level and the arm and things of that nature, guy can play. He has those traits. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, of the quarterbacks in this quarterback class, Jordan, who on that list has better physical attributes than Winston?
3: You put play, play the soundbite. Say- Play the soundbite. Oh, I am gonna
1: play the soundbite. You made me know he's soundbite. I am. I'm gonna play it again. I'm asking you. Doubting Thomas. You doubt it. You're doubting
3: Jabu. Tell me who. Who you got? Who you got? I'm not doubting. I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting. I'm just looking at the future. <laughs> oh, I got the future.
1: I got the future. Give, give, give me, give me, give me, give me some receivers. Give me some guys that can block for him. Uh, look, I love what Ross Jackson said that, that Chris Olave and, and Michael Thomas. Huh? Little friendly there, that, that keeps Michael happy, and not feel, you know, you are bringing somebody in. You know me, I want a DK Metcalf. I mean, I'm just saying, man, it wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad. I like, I like Olave. All I'm saying is, did you, did you see the, um, what's his name? Brian Baldinger. The Brian Baldinger, I think it was a week and a half ago. I'm gonna go pull it up. The Brian Baldinger, um, Baldy's breakdown of Olave on one play on a route running he goes, this guy's just a touchdown machine, like the route running next level, watch out. Like, him and thomas i'm in that's what i'm saying go get go see i'm just give me quarterback i'm not even entertaining that anymore if you call the show and you tell me to go and get a quarterback i'm laughing at you and then if they do that i'm crushing them ain't no quarterback out there
3: so it's a win-win
1: for you take them next year if you you don't like this guy this year take them next year that's all i'm saying did you just hang up on me where'd you go
3: No, I didn't hang up on you. I saw something coming to my feet, and I'm sure you saw it too. (laughs) Uh, It looks like LeBron James is going to be out tonight. tonight Oh, there he
1: is. Uh, Are you done for the day, or can I come back to you? Here we go. Here we go. Because I want to ask you about Lee Anderson. Zion's dad was on the Jordan Colada show. What he had to say, I'll lead off the show next with that on ESPN New Orleans. Come on, baby, don't. Baby, take my.
0: Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary, subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right, but
4: many do.